95.1 The Peak. It is Talk of the Town with John and Melanie. Joining us on the line is uh, our member of Parliament. Let's say hello to Terry Dowdle from Simcoe Gray. Terry, great to have you on the line. I understand you're in Ottawa this week. Uh, good morning, John. I'm here. It's uh, We're getting different weather than I hear what you're getting here. You're getting <laughs> lots of snow. We're not getting the same, but as always, Ottawa is very cold and, and windy. You're saying uh, Ottawa is not the same kind of Ottawa you're used to visiting when you head to Parliament. No, with uh, COVID here, it's quite a difference. I I uh, stay four. I'm four blocks from the hill, and and quite a difference when you you're, you're going to the office or, or coming home. Last night uh, I was there till about nine thirty. I walked home. I don't see one individual, and wow. there isn't anything to to eat either. Like a lot of the restaurants, they're they're just shut down because there's nobody here at the hill. Mm. So it's it's a totally different different feeling when you're here now than than before COVID. That's for sure. Uh, let's talk about COVID. Uh, we're having some challenges with the vaccine rollout. Certainly wasn't as smooth as we were originally led to be. Uh, 100%. Uh, and we're extremely frustrated uh, with the rollout. Many, many Canadians are. I'm getting lots of emails to my office as well. As you know, there's just uh, two suppliers, Moderna and Pfizer, uh, so far. And, and there's there's rumors. There's other ones in contracts. And we've been trying to get those answers to see exactly uh, who else is, is going to be on board and, and what kind of quantities? But we are we are falling behind. There are no there are no vaccines uh, this week at all, and you know we're we're at just under under a million so far. So uh, a lot of people frustrated. So we've said all along that the vaccines are certainly a very important uh, tool in the toolbox and sort of give people the light of day. Uh, and now now with these delays, we wonder. And we've been pushing for that. The other part of the, the equation is, is rapid testing. And there's many, many, uh, you know, units out there that you could try. And, and it's unfortunate that they, they, they haven't went that way as well, because we need both. If we're going to get people back out and, and moving, the vaccines are number one. And, and number two is, is the testing. So uh, we keep pushing them. We're, we're, we're trying to find out exactly what those numbers are. And uh, we're, we're not finding out other than the fact that they continue to say that they have multitudes of, of doses available, but, but the timeline's the key thing. The timeline is the most important because it's, you know, certainly certainly from a social perspective for individuals, but for all of our businesses as well and, and our frontline workers, we got to make sure that uh, uh, we're out there and, and we're leading, and we'll continue to push that this week. Uh, certainly here in Ontario, we're going to get a re- renew of our projections later on today, but the sense is that uh, you know, numbers are still going up. Uh, they're going up throughout the country. Is Do you see a time when there could be a, a federal rollout in terms of we're going to shut the country down? Well, I, I, I certainly hope not, and it goes back to a, a discussion just before this that mm-hmm. I think the government's got a really um get moving and get some answers i think they, they dropped the ball when they initially tried to uh line up the deal with china to be the supplier and, and it put us behind and, and i uh, we don't think we're hearing the whole story as to the vaccines but more than anything we've got to work together let's not worry about <laughs> the mistakes but let's be open with each other and exactly find out where can we get more doses because uh that's the key we don't we can't we can't afford to uh, for our business, and, and like I said, socially, I'm getting all kinds of calls from from people that are shut-ins, uh, extremely frustrated, and they want to continue to do the same, you know, the right thing, uh, and, and you know, follow the advice of the public health units and make sure we're doing everything we can. But at the same time, the government has to step up to the plate and, and move forward. So we're we're hoping that there's not more because um, it, it's it's it is hard on people. But uh, without the vaccines, uh, without rapid testing, there's just 
we need that. And, and if we don't have that, then we're going to continue to be in the, the same situation that we are today. Terry Dowdle, I know you sit on the National Defense Committee. Uh, I, I'm wondering, I'm hearing the rhetoric that I'm hearing from a lot of the medical officials sounds a little bit scarier than I than it was a little while ago. I don't, I'm, I'm not sure. Are you being tasked, is the National Defense Committee being tasked with, uh, what do we do when things get really grim? Well, I, we're, we, quite frankly, this is Friday. I just found out last night that... Uh, uh, Major General Danny Fortan is actually coming in, who's in charge of the rollout um, uh, of the vaccines to, to the provinces. So I'm um, looking forward to that that meeting just to we'll be able to ask these questions to see exactly where we're at. They, they seem to have a, a plan in place, uh, but the most unfortunate part about the plan is uh, we don't have the, the supply. Mm. And, uh, you know, it'll be interesting when he's here, we're going to be able to ask those questions to say, uh, what what is the plan if, if we don't have the right supply? Um, where where is it going to go? What order? I know the provinces have their 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 standards as how they're going to do it. But you know, this week it's been a bad week, as you know, uh, in a lot of the senior pl- places that uh, we have to make sure we get these vaccines out there. Time 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 is everything, and we need to make sure that we have these quantities. So we're really really frustrated. Um, and we're not getting those answers. So hopefully on Friday, when uh, we have this opportunity to get ask these questions, um, myself and, and my, the other members will we'll probably have a little more information to see exactly how we're going to move forward with what we have. But we haven't been getting great answers, to be honest with you, John. Let's leave COVID-19 for now. And, and uh, I wanted to ask you, of course, with Biden being inaugurated uh, and the first uh, you know, official call out to a foreign nation was Canada, as is tradition. Uh, any indication of how that call went? Uh, has anyone shared that with you? And, and what do you think the Biden administration is going to mean for Canada? Well, I think it was, you know, fantastic news that uh, one of the first, well, the first person that he reached out to was our prime minister. So I think that was great news um, that, you know, we'll work together. We're going to have a lot of more similarities on some some, uh, some items and some policy for sure. Um, I'm, hoping, I'm hoping that it, it is going to work out that way. And, and it was an exciting election for sure. Uh, and, and we need to work uh, alongside the government. But I, I was kind of frustrated that the first call and was, was the cancellation of of uh, Keystone XL pipeline, which was an important part uh, here in Canada, we are you know a natural resource country, and uh, a lot of a lot of jobs, a lot of job loss, and immediately for uh, for our Western friends, and uh, they've had a tough time now and with COVID. So, kind of frustrated with that. I thought we'd have a little more discussion, and just lately this week, um, they're thinking of imposing the Buy American again, and I know prior to with. Uh, President Obama, there was discussions in Canada was exempt on some of those by American policies way back when. So right now I have a, a little bit of concern about that factor with the, with the by American now being introduced again, because it's tough for our manufacturers uh, to, uh, to enter and sell in their markets. So unless we have the same policy here, a reciprocal policy, um, you know, they have an, if, if they're allowed to sell here, the American companies, and, and we're not allowed to sell there, it's not, it's not free trade. And, and it, it really harms uh, us here in Canada and it harms our workforce. So I'm a little leery of that, but it should be, I'm hoping a, a stable relationship uh, moving forward and, and maybe a little bit more consistent in uh, in partnerships and hopefully work together with some of the issues 
uh, with China, which I think would be, yeah. uh, which is really important, especially everything that's going on over there at this particular moment in time, uh, as well as I have concerns. Um, I'm on national defense. We're the only ones of the, the five eyes country that we work together that um, hasn't, hasn't banned Huawei yet. So uh, we have some concerns mm-hmm. uh, moving forward, but we're, we're hoping, we're hoping as always, we need to be good partners with the United States because there are, you know, our largest uh, trade company and, and our neighbors. And, and you know, traditionally, we, we like to have a, an excellent working relationship. Terry Donnell is the MP, Simcoe Grade. Terry, always a pleasure to talk to you. Thank you so much for joining us here on Dock of the Town. Well, thank you, John, and all the best to you. And hopefully we don't get too much more snow up there. <laughs>